Hey everyone, and welcome. Really? Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Let's start over again. You sh- yeah, you should just kept rolling with it. I am. I haven't stopped it. I'll just edit all this out. Hey everyone, and welcome to Port City Living, the podcast about life in Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm your host, Bill Corbett. I am a real estate agent, and my co-host is Brad Brown, and he is a mortgage lender with Atlantic Bay Mortgage. And today, we're taking a field trip to the awesome little city of Southport. We thought we bored you enough with Wilmington, so we thought, let's go take a field trip to Southport. (laughs) I don't think we bored you with Wilmington. We, we have lots to talk about with Wilmington, but um, we thought this would be kind of a fun uh, uh, story to tell about our trek down to um, Southport and yeah, <laughs> the and fiasco that that was. It, it was a fiasco, but to visit a place like that in the dead of winter with 75 degree temps, not too bad. Yeah, because the day we went, it was uh, th- it was a Thursday, last Thursday, um, and it was, well, we thought it was going to be a great day, and it was a great day, but we, we started out, my brilliant idea was, let's let's take a trek down to Fort Fisher. Oh, here's where the fiasco begins. Yeah, let's take a trek <laughs> down to Fort Fisher. So for those of you who are not familiar with the area, you leave Wilmington and you head down to Carolina Beach, and then you go through Carolina Beach, through uh, Curie Beach down to Fort Fisher, and there, the Fort Fisher Ferry um, takes you over right over to Southport. And going that way from Fort Fisher over to Southport is about 35 minutes on the ferry. If you oh, go, huh? Well, I was going to say, mind you, when we were going over the island, you remember I was like looking over the waterway out to the right side of the car. That snow's cut. And uh, I was like, man, there's a whole lot of dense you fog. You didn't say over that out I was thinking it because oh. I told you. So anyway, we get down there and I think, oh, I'm so excited to ride the ferry because I haven't done it in so long and it'll be so awesome and I'll get some good food, fit, footage, some good fitted, <laughs> some good footage, gosh, can't even talk, of this and um, and we get down there and it's closed. Yeah. Wah, wah. And could not find anything that... Announce this closure. No, no, there was nothing. You go to the NCDOT website, you look it up on Facebook. So finally, um, we were like, just Google, why is the Southport Fort Fisher Ferry closed? And the only place I found an answer was on Twitter. Or now X. X. Yeah. Which is an odd place, but. I thought it was odd. And then somehow in that, I did sign up for the text alerts. So if you're, you know, frequently going down there, at least get on the text alerts because all weekend long it was closing and opening and closing and opening due to, to the uh, the fog situation. Down so there. rule of thumb, if you're going to take the ferry, make sure that you figure out if it's even actually open. So we spent what thirty minutes going down there for no reason. So then we had to trek all the way back through Curie Beach, Carolina Beach, into Wilmington, and all the way around over the bridge, through the woods, and we passed grandmother's house, I think, uh-huh. at one point, yep. and. Um, from Wilmington going the land route, it's about 40, it says 42 minutes, but somewhere along in there. It's not a bad drive. It's actually an awesome drive. So if you take um, 74 over the bridge to Leland and, and then you take a left on 133, it's actually a, a really nice country drive. Yeah. Um, it's really quite charming. So we, we finally get over there, and by that point, the fog is even heavier because we get into Southport, and when you're driving into Southport, 
proper, you're on Howell Street. And Howell Street takes you, if you go all the way to the end, it takes you right to the water, the intercoastal. Is it the intercoastal? No. The river. The it's river. the river. Yeah. Sorry. It's the Cape Fear River. Um, and you couldn't even see the water. That's how dark it was. Yeah. And how foggy it was. Yeah. Kind of um, cool. Yeah. But we, we decided to park and trek around and kind of explore some of the awesome places that Southport has. And it's such a charming little sleepy town. It's very it's historic town. It was established in uh, 1792, so it's been there for a long time. Um, actually, I read where the uh, Spanish explored this area down there in the 1500s. Hmm. Pretty cool. Um so, you know what else is cool? <laughs> <laughs> free parking. You were oh, amazed. Oh, that's right. That I was, was amazed. We parking. parked right on the main street, yep. right in downtown. And I was like, where's the little money thing? Where's the meter? Where's the meter? <laughs> where's the meter? <laughs> None in sight. And I kept saying, is my car going to be there when I get back? Because somebody's <laughs> going to take this thing. And it was right there when we got back. And I was flabbergasted. You can't go anywhere anymore and not have to pay for parking. This is true. So if you want a nice little day in a charming town on the water i highly recommend you go to southport um i don't know i think i could live there one day perhaps it's, it's just so cool down at the foot of Howell street like i said is the um southport pier so you can go out on there and and, and it's free to walk out on it was free to you walk to on pay. as well if you go to wrightsville beach everybody in case you did not know if you go to the pier at wrightsville beach johnny mercer's you have to pay to go out on that thing mm-hmm. you can't just walk out there so if you go to southport and you want to walk out on the pier you don't have to pay you just go down there and do it it's not quite as um uh eventful but still it's it's lovely and the good thing about southport is you you look over and you can see um Baldhead island um, and you can see the lighthouse over there, and that's kind of cool. Um, and then um, the the road that's perpendicular to Howe Street is, um, uh, what was it? Bay, bay Street, West Bay Street. And all the historical <coughs> homes look out over oh, yeah. the, onto the bay. It's, it's quite lovely. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we, 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 we parked for free. Parked for free. We walked down Howe. What was our the first stop? The first You're ready stop, to spend all your money. Oh, it was my favorite place. You're ready to spend all your money. Is the Southport Market, <laughs> which is on the which is on House Street in the corner of uh, that and more, because it's across the street from the Christmas House, which we'll talk about in just a minute. But this store um, is really kind of funny because we talked to a lady that works in downtown uh, Southport, and she, we told her that we went to this store, this uh, Southport Market, and she kind of rolled her eyes because she thought it was very, uh, she thought it was a tourist trap. <laughs> yeah. But I but thought it was not. quite it was, awesome. Yeah, I mean, they had nice. some stuff in there that I've never seen before. And I mean, things like, I mean, every kind of candy you can think of. And then they had all kinds of like houseware stuff and those cool little dish towels with all these funky sayings on there. Mm-hmm. What was the one that I laughed at? Like, oh. I laughed so hard that the tears ran down my leg. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I was like, okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, and uh, I remember that. Uh, coffee mug that was so cool yeah um, good prices good, not good an endorsement prices. but good prices yeah, there very good prices there and then they had a back room with all kinds of t-shirts and hats and that might be the sort of the tourist trap that she was referring to because so many things were branded southport well or, this is true because i fell into that trap <laughs> i decided i wanted to get me a long sleeve tee that had southport on it a really cool logo on the back with the sunset and all that good stuff and 
I thought it said 28, but it did not. It said 38. So when she rung it up, it was a $40 T-shirt. And I was like, good Lord, this is ridiculous. But I bought it anyway, and it's really cool. <laughs> and for those of you who are Richardson hat fans like I am, that is the only Same. hat that I will wear. They have every kind of Richardson hat that has Southport splatter all over it. Yes. So if you want a Southport hat, I highly recommend going to the Southport market. It's an awesome little place to go to. Then we bebopped down the street and went to that other place. At Ocean Outfitters, I Ocean think it was. Yeah, That's kind of cool. Lots of clothing, <clears throat> lots of flip-floppy stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then we walked into a little thrift store. They were selling clothes for a dollar. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You almost bought a little suit, right? Well, I, I did try on a jacket that would have been like four bucks. It was way too big. And then they had a complete Banana Republic suit that was four dollars. Too big. But then, like, this guy was in there buying jeans for a dollar a pair. Yeah. It's interesting. Interesting, yeah. yeah. And so while Brad was shopping for his $4 suit, I was... Um, <laughs> I was looking for my next garden party look. <laughs> I was at Joe, yeah. I don't think it's quite bright enough for you. It that was That was a little dull. It wasn't. Um, I was down the street in church because I'm a good boy. Um, I was. I saw this beautiful little Episcopal church that was um, this this particular version of it was built in 1843. The original version was built in 1768 in Brunswick Town, which is um, sort of between Southport and Wilmington. It's a section of uh, this area that was called Brunswick Town, and it was um, it's no longer exists anymore. But the original church, the ruins are there for it, and that's kind of cool. But this particular church is a little white church that was built in 1843, and, and you can take tours of it. And they still have some services like on Wednesday nights, but the, the new Episcopal church is next door to it, which is a little bit more modern. But it was quite lovely and went in there and got the tour. So when I walked in and they had the easels on the side and they had the destruction where the ceilings had collapsed, was that from Florence? That was from Florence. It went through, a, they said the ladies that were in the church said that basically the roof got peeled back and it destroyed most of the inside. But they, they did an amazing job of putting it back to where, and everything inside is wood. So it's that sort of like beadboard kind of look to it and the yeah. ceilings and the walls and everything. And honestly, if nobody had told me, I would have never known that it wasn't original. There was one little section. All stained, yeah. There's one little section at the back behind the pulpit where it was original that that didn't get uh, destroyed. Um, But that was kind of cool to go in there and and see them and visit and um, and that kind of thing. But um, for those of you who don't know about Southport, um, besides it being a charming little town, it's actually a a big destination for. movie productions mm-hmm. um one of the a couple of the famous ones that were filmed down there was i know what you did last summer so yep. when you see um oh god what's her name jennifer love jennifer hewitt. love hewitt and she's standing out in the street screaming what does she scream uh what do you want what do you want us? from me or, or yeah, what, like whatever that. it is she <clears throat> says that that's filmed right in the the neighborhood portion of of southport and for those of you who've seen the movie, when they're doing the um, uh, the parade where uh, Sarah Michelle Geller is on the float mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. through the parade part, I was actually down there that day when they were filming that particular part. So I'm standing in the crowd watching. I was not an extra, but I was standing there watching that part. What you say? What year did you say that was? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Yeah. Spring that's, of ninety seven. And uh, they used Burgall as. Uh, part of it too so it would be really funny how they would piece this together because they'd be running across 
Southport, and then all of a sudden <laughs> we noticed that they switched to Burgall uh, yeah. <laughs> and running across to the, the Harold's department store. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's not the same location, but that's kind of cool the way they do movie magic. Um, I actually forgot that part of that was filmed in Burgall. Mm-hmm. Because the because the, the sister worked at Harold's department store. Yeah, I remember now that you're saying it because I no. just rewatched it maybe. Two Which or three I think years is ago. is that now the brewery? No, no, it's the next yeah, door to yeah. it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Burgall too. We're gonna do a little field trip to Burgall, North Carolina, as well. Um, for those of you who remember our first podcast, that's where I was raised. So we're gonna feature that at some point. But um, the, another good movie that was filmed in Southport was um, Safe Haven. Oh yeah. So um, we were we walked right over to where the little um, store was that Josh Dumel worked in, and then right across the street is um, is the house that. Did he live in that house? I oh, I don't know. I can't remember if he lived in the house, but the house is across the street. They featured in it. And that little store that they built there must have been teeny tiny because that little plot of land is not real wide. So they made it look big, but yeah. it is, there's not a lot of space right there. Mm. Um, what else, Brad? What else did we do when we were down there? We ate. Oh, yeah. We did get grab some lunch. And then after lunch, we hit the Christmas joint. So Christmas joint. What's interesting, though, well – Maybe not so interesting, but the, everything was closed. All the restaurants were closed. All the businesses were open. Most of the restaurants on the water were well, closed. I think they tend to do that down there for some reason. So make a note of that. If you go down to Southport in the wintertime, most of the restaurants down there are closed, it's especially over where, uh, where we ate at Fishy Fishy Cafe, right. which is right on the water. Um, Provision Company is right beside it. That one that one was closed. Fishy Fishy was open, and we, we definitely ate there. Frying pan was, was closed. Frying pan was closed. Um, but yeah, the, the, there's some good food and there was another restaurant that your friend mentioned that's in, in uptown. Do you remember what that one was called? And everybody talked about how good that was. I thought that was Taylor's. Was that the one that was closed? Well, no, Taylor's, Taylor's was there years ago. Y'all, if, if you wanted really good Southern food, Taylor's was the place to go. And unfortunately it's not there anymore, but we used to drive from Wilmington to Southport and go and eat breakfast and they had the best biscuits and gravy i've ever had in my life it would make you slap everybody in your family it was that good uh, but it's not there anymore no it was another restaurant that she mentioned on one of the streets um anyway there, there's a lot of good little restaurants to eat at when they're open <laughs> yeah i mean we the burger joint blue cow i think that's the name of it that was open the oyster bar next door was open just the places along the water they yeah. were they tended to be closed yeah for some reason but um and then yeah the christmas joint so that was actually when we were getting ready to leave, and uh, we had to bounce back into Southport Market so I could buy that T-shirt, that expensive-ass <laughs> T-shirt. And uh, and then I was like, oh, there's the Christmas store. Let's go in. And what did you say? Brad was like, not having it. I'm uh, like, yeah, I'm never, not interested. Never been in there before. Well, I it was. was like, let's, let's go when we get close to Christmas. Uh, amazing. It is a uh, older Victorian-type two-story house, and it is packed full of Chris- every Christmas ornament you can think of. And not just Christmas. They celebrate. They do not discriminate on what they sell there. They, they don't. There was a um, Arbor a, Day is questionable. She had no Arbor Day decorations. Arbor Day is questionable. So if you're <laughs> really into Arbor Day, you might not you might not look out there. They did have a whole St. Patrick's area. Um, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Easter, Day. And Halloween was upstairs. They had a, an amazing collection of uh, um, nutcrackers. Oh, and what was really a cool theme throughout those places that we went to in Southport was. Retro candy. 
They had oh, a huge retro candy section in the back of the store. We but. got in there and it was like we were having we were going down memory lane because they had the little uh, the tobacco pouches that was bubble gum for those of you candy who remember cigarettes. that candy cigarettes runts um, Charleston uh, chews Mary Jane's yep. the whole the little caramel with the cream in the center mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh the little remember the little wax. Bottles oh, yeah. with the liquid in it. Oh, and the wax lips. And I did buy the wax lips. Did I tell you? No. I bought the wax lips and the wax mustache. Oh. I meant to give you that one, and I forgot. It was in the bag. <laughs> and so I bought um, a bag full of taffy because they had every kind of taffy taffy you can think of, and I I bought you know I bought odd stuff. So like I bought a popcorn one. I had a dill pickle one. <laughs> I had a fireball one, which. Brad got a hold of in the car and like to choke to death because it was so. <laughs> and it wasn't even the act of eating it; it was going down at the end. It got but you love surprisingly fireball. hot. Mm. Not in taffy form. <laughs> Brad's more of a liquid fireball form kind of guy. I don't know. I thought the dill pickle was kind of good and interesting. <clears throat> Popcorn I could do without, but um, oh, and the best one I thought was the mango chili. That was absolutely outstanding. So. Mm. Um, I didn't have that one. Yeah. So, and I ate, uh, I think I got like 15 pieces or whatever, and we ate three or four in the car, and then I got home the next night and ate every single one of them mm. right back to back. It was outstanding. <laughs> it was outstanding. But, um, yeah, so our day in, in uh, Southport was, was quite eventful. Oh, and then by the time we left, about 2 o'clock or so, all of the fog was gone. Yeah. It all lifted. Yeah. And so um, we kind of headed back down to the waterfront. I took some photos of the water and the, and the lighthouse across the way, and that was pretty awesome. And so we thought, well, we'll just trek back over to the ferry. It'll be open now. We'll ferry back across to, over to Fort Fisher. We get there and pull up to that little gate thing. The little lady opens the thing, and I'm like, we're here to get on the ferry. And she's like, yep, it's, um, <laughs> it's still closed. And we're like, uh, but it's perfectly sunny out. So we have a theory about that. <laughs> What's our theory, Brad? I don't know. You know that that somebody probably uh, is like, uh, I'm taking the day off. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, the ferry driver, because it was foggy this morning and I ain't coming back. That, yeah. I ain't coming back. Yeah. I mean, I actually called my friend Michelle, who lives across the way or works across the way on Baldhead. And um, because the fog was setting in, she was like, I'm yeah. actually getting the ferry back over so I can do X, Y, and Z with my kids. And, da, da, and da, not da, get da, trapped da, on the island. And not be trapped. And she, I remember when I was on Bald Head, uh, it's been a little over a year ago now, and she said that for various reasons, Mother Nature does her thing, and the fog does start to roll in, and they shut it down. And you don't get back over and, until and they open back up. So Bald Head, for those of you who don't know, is um, – um, you, you can only get over there by ferry, and there's no right. cars on this island. It's all just houses. If you want to go over golf and hang carts. out, you can go over and hang out. It's open to the public to do that, but you you can rent a golf cart or you can rent bikes, and you can ride around, which I've done that before. I did that several years ago. and had some friends in town, and we, we went over there and spent the day and rode around. It's beautiful over there. Yeah. Um, but uh, if, if, you're, if you live over there, which is quite expensive, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's exclusive. It's very exclusive. Then you, uh, and if you're doing renovations and stuff, you have to have that person haul everything over on the ferry. So it's it's not the easiest way to live. I can, I can assure you of that. Same but, um, goes for um, like parties and weddings and stuff. They had to like load up there in Southport or maybe even in Fort Fisher and they have to get all their supplies over. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a thing, but you know, that's, it's kind of cool. It's a novelty, I guess. I wouldn't want to live like that. Nope. I would be afraid of getting stuck on the island and can't get off. And, yep. um, and then, um, you know, if, if you're curious about real estate in Southport, it's, um, it's kind of expensive. <laughs> we saw some, a really beautiful home, really, really beautiful home right in the historic area. And I don't know what was there before. Clearly, whatever was there was must have been small or insignificant, but it was torn down, and they built this lovely home with all the oaks around it. And I looked it up, and it sold for what did I say? One, one point was it one seven? One point seven million. It's and probably gorgeous. we'll say two and a half blocks from the water. Yep, we'll say about. Um, so if you're looking at real estate in Southport proper, it, it's it's going to cost you a little bit. Um, the further out you go, it's not, not as much, but, um, it's, it's a little, a little pricey, yeah. a little, little pricey, but, uh, lovely home though. And, and the, the, the streets are just lined with these amazing oaks and, and, uh, all these historical homes. And it's just, it's charming, very charming. I highly recommend uh, taking a drive down if you're in the area and having some lunch and, oh, and the other really, really cool thing about, um, uh, the foot of House Street where the pier and stuff is on West Bay is they've got all these swings set up on the sidewalk that's right on the oh, water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And all the swings have some little um, memorial-type thing saying that, you know, John and Jane's uh, Jane said I do to John on May 23rd, yep. 1999. And, you know, so-and-so said this and did this at this date. And I thought that was pretty cool. And um, and some of those were covered in bird crap. Some of those were covered in bird crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> this, you know something else we noticed, too? Remember when, when we were up there, um, there was some lady sitting on a park bench, and an older gentleman walked by, and he was like, hello, ladies, good morning to you. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. And he was walking his old dog or whatever, and I was like, you know, it's it's um they had this sense of community down there which you don't see very often and and I'm I'm assuming everybody probably knows each other because it's such a small area and it just has that feel of nostalgia where yeah. the world is slowed down just a little bit and everybody knows each other and everybody's cordial and everybody's sweet to each other and well I know um, when we were walking down what'd you say that water road was that not how but the other one West Bay and we were walking down West Bay and um, the the man comes walking up one block with his dog, and he sees, "Hey, Steve, mailman Steve, walking around." Yeah. And I don't know my mail person's first name. I know mine. Like, hey, but, Steve, yeah, how's it going? I know mine, but I think that's very rare for people to know. I mean, we probably should know our trash people's names too, but we don't. Right, um, I'm sure. Agreed. But uh, yeah, it's just a it's a sleepy. Well, I don't know if it's a sleepy town, but it's definitely a smaller paced slower paced town i bet it's not so sleepy and small in july well probably not speaking of july what do they have I brought it up what do they have down there in july brad take it it's away like we queued it right up for you yes, but no it's the north carolina um fourth of july festival so this is the the north carolina yes. official spot for the fourth of july that's how i understand it i have been to it once it was way back in probably 2004 2005 i think and um it's a big deal I mean, it's forty to fifty thousand people big. Yeah, it's in that's a big number for how small. That, that is town a very is. big number for how small it is. So if you're into Fourth of July and you want to see an awesome parade and 
Uh, take in all the festivities. Definitely check out Southport, 4th of July. They actually It's s- on the 4th of July this year. Oh, I was going <laughs> to Shocking. In case you didn't know. But I actually thought they did some activities like the day before, too. No? I know the parade uh, is that day. They might. They might. I haven't been down there in years to do that. But um, that that could be something. I don't know. Look it up. I mean, why don't, yeah, why don't we? Just why don't we just Google look it up everything. and see what that it is? It might still be pulled up on my, um, my search here. Um, or maybe not. But the surrounding area around it is is uh, very rural, I would I would say. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I think the, the coolest thing about it is taking the ferry over. And, again, we missed all that. So that, that really and, – and for those of you who also are following me on YouTube, I have a YouTube channel called Port City Living. I am going to do a video of what we did so you can see all the places that we went to and um, – and know what I'm talking about when you listen to this podcast. It's kind of a companion, if you will, uh, and that's pretty cool. What you find, Brad? Yeah, so um, if anybody with the North Carolina 4th of July Festival is listening, the website is not that mobile-friendly. Um, so, unfortunately, we're not going to see what's going on, but they do have several things. There's a beach day. There's an arts and crafts market. There's fireworks, the parade. I mean, it's just is is packed full of stuff but i was actually thinking it might have started like the day before the fourth well here we go there's a uh, veterans recognition there's arts and crafts market there's an annual firefighters annual firefighters freedom competition and apparatus expo there's a beach day there's the parade of course and there's fireworks yeah so that's that's pretty cool the uh website on your computer is going to be a little bit better for you on that but um yeah and then it says that this thing has been going on for over 200 years so that's a uh, that's a long-standing yeah. event for any community yeah i i think it's um maybe i should do that this year that would be nice oh there's a shag competition bring us back some footage <laughs> <laughs> music and entertainment freedom flotilla that's kind of cool so, yeah, so there's lots of stuff going on down in Southport, especially for 4th of July. So you should get yourself involved if you're down check here. Check it out. Yeah, for, for those sure. of you who live in Wilmington, get down there and check out. Southport's awesome. It really, really is. So that is um, the story of our trek to Southport, and it was, I think, quite successful. I had an awesome day with you, Brad. It was a good time. It was a really good day, and it ended up being a beautiful day after all that fog burned off. And uh, but we'll get to ride that ferry one day. We'll go back down there and do it again and and, uh, and talk to you about the ferry ride over. <laughs> Later. Real eventful. But uh, anyway, I highly recommend Southport. The, the views, the food, the nostalgia, it's a great place to be, a great place to probably stay for a weekend or whatever. But highly, highly recommend it. So, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. So thank you so much for joining Port City Living in this episode. Greatly appreciate it. And uh, I'm Bill Corbett with uh, Port City Living, Fathom Realty, and Brad Brown with Atlantic Bay Mortgage Mortgage. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, as always, if someone doesn't have a smile, then give them yours.